He had only just reached his desk in the cabinet wing of the new White House when Martin Trump bustled in, carrying the Monday morning space dispatches and expression of presidential consternation mirrored in his face. Vander, the president is quite displeased today. When Martin Trump made an appearance, it usually meant the president was displeased, because his job as special assistant was to keep the world and Washington, and especially the new White House, running smoothly. If there was no crisis, Defoe rarely saw Martin Trump. He was likely to be off playing aqua golf with the Speaker of the House or spending a quiet weekend overseas with his latest London mistress. Vander Defoe, used to it all after only five months on the job, sighed and asked, What is it this time, Martin? More trouble on Venus. A man named Euler Frost, an exile, has escaped from the maximum security prison there. They think he may be headed back to Earth. Defoe blinked and thought about it. But how does this concern me? The Secretary of Extraterrestrial Defense can hardly bother himself with the doings of one man, even if that man is a dangerous criminal. Frost has ties to the Russo-Chinese, Trump explained patiently, and to a revolutionary group here on Earth. He was exiled to the Venus colony ten years ago, and we don't want him back now. He should be easy enough to keep out, Defoe replied. There's only one ship a week from Venus to Earth. Martin Trump drew himself up, seeming to grow taller as he took on the authority for his next pronouncement. In that moment, Defoe could almost believe that he really was a direct descendant of Martin Harpertson Trump, a 17th-century Dutch admiral who sailed with a broom at his masthead in token of his ability to sweep the seas. Both the insolence and the fatuousness of the act were in keeping with the Trump that Vander Defoe knew so well. You've forgotten the transvection machine, Martin Trump announced. Defoe glanced down nervously at his hands, playing with the coins he always carried, making them multiply or disappear for his own amusement. He had indeed forgotten the transvection machine, the invention that had brought him from a tiny laboratory at the Kansas Research Center to his present position as Secretary of Extraterrestrial Defense. Of course I haven't forgotten it, he grumbled defensively. But the model on Venus is for test purposes only. You know it hasn't been used to transvect a human being as yet. But this man Frost could use it if he had to, couldn't he? You told the president it was almost operational. Vander Defoe breathed a long sigh, deciding that life in the middle of the 21st century had problems all its own. By almost operational, I simply meant that it was functional. I did not mean to imply the use of the word in its military sense, that is, on active service. The transvection machine on Earth has been used for a few experiments, but we have not yet transvected anything across outer space. As you'll remember, a human being thus far has been transvected only a distance of 8,084 miles, from Washington to Calcutta, and even that was on an experimental basis. 
Millions more need to be spent before the transvection machine is in regular use. But could he use the machine to escape? Defoe shook his head. No. Tell the president there is no danger. First of all, our machine on Venus is not in the hands of the Russo-Chinese. I hardly think they would risk an extraterrestrial incident simply to get one of their friends back to Earth. That seemed to satisfy Trump for the moment. He shuffled his feet uncertainly. Very well, Vander. I knew you'd have an answer for him. I wasn't really worried, but you know how I've backed you up through all this. It was I who got the president's ear about the transvection machine in the first place, after I witnessed the test with the girl, and I who arranged for a test machine to be placed on Venus for your experiments. And you have the transvection machine to thank for your position in the president's cabinet.'